I was happy to see your boy re- uh, is resigning before Christmas. Who's resigning before Christmas? Attorney General Barr. December 23rd is his last day. He's going to write a book. It's going to be, I'm a fat fuck, and I saw everything. I know <laughs> his book should just be, the title of his book should be, I know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> I ate him. <laughs> <laughs> a fat fucking, fuck diaries. <laughs> and a fucking, a fucking forward from Basil Hayden. <laughs> This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm talking directly into the mic. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. Yo, this is your boy, L.O.Dot, a.k.a. the Ajanti Dagger to your brother, Noomsi. Nice, nice. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, Vin, <laughs> a.k.a. Sleepyhead. I was late today, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I have, you know, I, I fell asleep. My bad. This is <laughs> As we come closer and closer to the end of 2020, what's going on in your lives, fellas? And I'm going to start with you, Vin. One good thing is that I was able to pick back the same job that I've I've had for the last year. My days off won't change. My location won't change. And I was worried because some things moved around and there was a couple of people who normally don't pick ahead of me were all of a sudden picking now. For those who don't understand, when, you know, at my job, you have to have seniority to get certain jobs and things of that nature. So I was nervous. I thought I was going to lose my days off, but I did not. So that was good news. I got to pick my vacation for next year. Um, I got basically what I wanted. So it's been a pretty good week. I am just thinking about the new year and being positive and getting back to that spirituality that I think I need. Right. So I think we all have a, we all need a foundation. And that's what I'm working on right now is trying to have that foundation. Because I think it's going to be a successful year for everyone in this room. And I have to have a foundation because if I don't, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. You can't give me a whole bunch of money. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I ain't going back to work. Fuck them niggas. (laughs) So with that being said, I'm focused on being ready for success. That's what's up. The Chinese restaurant is Kum Kao. Come cow, come cow, that's a super pause. It's, it's actually <laughs> one of the best Chinese restaurants. It is, it is. Really? I'm glad you it's, said it's that. right it up is. there with camps. It's right up yeah. there with camps. Yeah, listen, okay. Well, that's not saying a lot. Like, like let's not stop acting like camps well, is the well, five star dining. It is in the hood, you know, well, Chinese well. gourmet. Yeah, I'm telling you, come cow, it, it, it has definitely evolved into a, a full fledged restaurant. It used to be a All little right. hole in a wall. So, so here's my question. Can you get soy products at Cum Cow? I don't know. I haven't been there in years. 
Okay. So we need to go online and see if they have the because I was shocked when I went over to Cam's and Cam's was like, Oh yes, we have soy now. They have they have general child's soy. I was like, that's, word, I cannot get meat. Disgusting. It was actually delicious. You ate and that? You could always you could always get tofu at, at Chinese restaurants. No, no, actually you couldn't at a you lot of Chinese food restaurants. You weren't you weren't ordering it. Anyway. <laughs> he was like, you he was like chicken wings. What, what's the <laughs> story? <laughs> chicken wings fried hard. Yo, hold up. He was trying hard. He was testing his to order the tofu fried hard. Let me get. A I have only ordered wing fried hard. I have only ordered a four piece chicken wings. This is a true story. I've only ordered four piece chicken wings with French fries once or twice in my entire life. That's a true what? story. Because normally hold you up, get the five up. wings. Hold up, you're an FBI. <laughs> get him out of here. Get him the fuck yeah, out of here. Get him out of here. Planet. You've only ordered it. Oh, you are bougie now. as hell. Yeah, bougie, like maybe. Hold, hold, hold up, hold up. I don't want to wait. <laughs> I got the chicken. So, nah, nah, nah. Shout out to my father. Rest in peace. I ordered it one time and I came home and I was like, Dad, everybody told me, because I, I didn't know anything about this because we didn't come up eating that. So I was like, yo, I got four chicken wings and french fries, whatever it was for two dollars, whatever. So he pushed back in his chair and he said, son, let me put you onto some game. How can they sell you four chicken wings and french fries? For two dollars and make a profit, something ain't right with that. And I was like, and I pushed away from the table. I was like, yo, he right. <laughs> after that, dead. These chickens lost. Good the motherfucker. Dead. Lost leader. No. Deaded it. No, I don't I trust him any. And and my father always was on. He was always on. I, I was like, Dad, I'm going to Chinese for a restaurant. You want you want something? Hold on. He he always be like, I let the Chinese eat Chinese food. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, that's not on the racist. Oh, it was very, oh, it was very racist. No, it wasn't a little. It, my wow. father never, I've never oh, seen God. my father eat Chinese food in his entire life. Now, here's what was scary about that: my father worked in kitchens all his life. Like his younger life, he and my uncle, his brother Joe, my uncle Joe, worked in kitchens up until they like midlife. But both of them who had worked in kitchens, neither of them ate Chinese food. And that always made me wary to eat in Chinese food restaurants. I, I do selectively, but he was like, no, the things I've seen, he goes, I will never eat Chinese food. And this is my father been, been in kitchens what, what, 30 years. I'm trying to figure out like, what would be the chicken wing shortcut? Like <laughs> it's not, it's not cat. Meow. Cause as far I as know. I know, cats don't have wings. No, well, but they the have thing. that. If they got that leg, if you fry it right, if you fry you, that leg right, wow. you sound like you've been eating cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Hold up! No wonder there's no kitties in his house. Wait, wait. If wait. you got issues with chicken yeah. at Chinese restaurants, you should just have issues with chicken. Period. Yeah. How do you? Chickens only have two wings. If you order a twelve piece of wings, yeah, and everybody's ordering all these wings, where's all? Where are all these chickens? I don't. I don't eat wings pretty much too either. Okay, breasts. Same thing. They only have two breasts. But Popeye sold a shitload of chicken uh, sandwiches. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Yo, I ate that sandwich twice. Both times I got sick. I haven't had it since. So, hold on. You ate a Popeye's chicken sandwich twice. But you telling me you only had wings and french fries <laughs> two times in your life? Yeah, Sir, once or twice. I call it bullshit. <laughs> no, I always say this. I always say this. I always say this. I'll try anything twice because one time could be a fluke, right? Oh. So if I if I tried the first time and it's awful, and I try it again and it's awful again, I'm good. 
Insert oh, anal rape oh. joke. So there you go. Coming <laughs> for it. Right, listen. Pause. <laughs> and Pippin throws the alley oop. <laughs> I was going to be like, is that, is that how you took uh, licking ass? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, first time I wasn't sure if it was good. Second time I would talk, you know. Licking <laughs> <laughs> ass ever since. <laughs> is that how it always goes? Congratulations, sir. Oh. It only took Vin two is back days. in the building. That's it. A one, a two, a three. three. <laughs> is that the center of the asshole? Let me find out. <laughs> oh, oh shit. brilliant. What's going on in your life? Oh, man. Let's see. My daughter's got uh, one week of one and a half weeks of school, which makes no sense. But whatever, you know, I got to take it where I can get it. She's happy about it. So I just got to be happy about it. I'm just, um, was really in a, just like a funky mood last few days. I don't know what it is. Just, just fucking irritable. Like, don't cut me off in traffic because I might pull over and like smash your taillight or some shit. Mm. Like, I just wasn't, I just wasn't, I just didn't want anybody in my space. Like, I don't want you fucking with me. Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Rick was driving yeah. around with a fucking cutlass in his car. I swear to blood clot. A person cut me off. I ain't gonna kill them. Yo, just I, I really believe irate Jamaicans are not born. They are made, my friend. They are made. <laughs> they, they are they are made. They oh, are created, bro. This, man. No, I, I'm I don't know. Um I'm good, man. I think the whole situation of 2020 is just sort of wearing me down mm-hmm. like there's no escape from this shit like it's just constant like um and i and i know like having my daughter go back to school and and my son being able to go to daycare is just like a little bit of normalcy but it's only it's not real this is about to be snatched away again and you know all it takes is for people to be fucking just be a little concerned about the of the person next to you. You know what I mean? Don't be so inconsiderate and so self-absorbed and self self so self-centered that you can't look out for the person standing next to you, your neighbor. You know what I mean? We're all in this predicament now in America because people can't put on a fucking mask mm. and social distance. Don't go to the bar for six months. It, not even six months. We're in a position where we have to stay away for six months mm-hmm. because you're fucking around. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I don't I think, know, man. I'm. I'm just. I'm just sick of people. I'm just I, sick of people. I think that. Um. Because I spoke to you earlier. I think that everybody separately in here, and everyone who listens has gone through that day at least every other month because you go through it, you process it, you go fuck, and then you say, "All right, I got to keep pushing." But everybody's at the point of like, yo, if I got to wear a fucking mask one more time, I'm going to lose it. And the mask has replaced the cell phone in a sense. Like you, you literally, I've literally left the house, got in the car, start driving and be like, fuck, I forgot my mask. Mm. Got to turn back around. And that shit gets annoying. You know, I, I got to keep five masks in the fucking glove. Yeah. Because I'm going to forget. Yeah, man. It's it's just, I, I think we, we, we've just had enough. And is a and to think that this is just us four, uh, in in our collective, and then we're in our separate locations for the most part. That's happening around the country. 
And there's people who unfortunately don't have the uh, mental capacity to to deal with this. They don't have the insurance to get themselves a therapist to deal with this. Right. You know, they've got the 800 lines and you can call to speak to people if you're having issues with COVID and concerns. But that's not real. That's like some person reading from a fucking questionnaire. So you're feeling bad about yourself? Check. You know what I'm saying? It's just (laughs) it's what it is, you know, and, uh, you know, it's it's fucked up. You know, and, you know, you Rick talks about it and, and now I'm seeing it ramp up again. I'm seeing, you know, what it was in March and April in New York happening again now, you know, and down in the system. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because I, I feel like whenever I see somebody's mouth, I fucking get irate. Hmm. Like I don't <laughs> want to see. And sometimes I walk past a person. And I'm like, did I just see their mouth? Why did I see their teeth? <laughs> Are there fucking teeth over there? Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, you. No, no. Nah, when they you. look at you and they be like, "Yo, say something." That's those are the ones when they oh, no. walking around like, no, 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 like, no, no, like, no, 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 no. Thank God like, nobody's looked at me like that. No, no one said that, but I'm definitely gotten those looks. No, no, I'm saying that I, I don't even get a look like you know, challenge me. No, I I, I've, called, I've called, some people, I've called mm. some people on it. I'll be like, "Yo, like, there was one cat who um got on the elevator. He was a uh, UPS or FedEx or something." And he got on the elevator and I was like, bro, you, you should wear your mask, particularly if you're going to be, get on the elevators because we have, you know, a large elderly population. And he was like, oh, yeah, my bad. It's just I'm running back and forth. So I get it. Sometimes, you know, you just in the zone and you just but these folks that are just walking around just, you know, willy nilly. I, I, I don't get these folks. But the, po- the folks I really don't get is the ones that are going to restaurants and bars like it's 2018. I I don't I don't this uh, I had a couple of people invite me out and I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm just not going to be comfortable cuz all I'm going to be thinking about is the people around me and I'm not even going to focus on anything that we're talking about. And if somebody sneezes, I'm done." Yo, I told y'all I went I went and ate in a diner and and I have to tell you, I didn't enjoy the food and I was panicking for a week. Yeah. It wasn't worth the meal. Exactly. I should, That's exactly I how I feel. I should have got it to go, but there was no place for me to eat. So I ate inside and I wiped everything down and whatever. And I did all the protocols in the restaurant, but I still felt like I was in the COVID diner. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it just was uncomfortable. He just, you was having visions of the cook in the back, all sweaty and shit, <laughs> <for> COVID. <laughs> all over the fucking burgers and I, shit. I just felt like it was coming out of the vents and it was, it right. was everywhere. <laughs> It was everywhere. They had big bottles of hand sanitizer on the table. I literally emptied it out on the table and mm-hmm. wiped the whole table down. And he looked at me like, really, my guy? And I was like, yo, B. And then he was like, mm, yeah. it's COVID. He was like, it's COVID. He was like, live your life. <laughs> it's like, I've only had two restaurant dining experiences since since the whole COVID shit, or the whole pandemic was going down. Once in the summer, it was outside, like mm. we're on the sidewalk. There weren't, you know, but there wasn't another table right next door to us. And then I was just in West Palm Beach for for work, and um, we were sitting at tables outside. It was just me and two coworkers. We were properly distanced, still wearing masks. As we're sitting at the table, and I go inside to use the bathroom, and motherfuckers don't have mask on. Mm-hmm. Everybody sitting inside had no mask. The whole staff it was masked up. I'm like, why the fuck would you not wear a mask inside? Why would you just sit outside? 
social distance, and then everybody will be safer. Why wouldn't you do that? It's just like this defiance. This, and now it's a political thing. Like you wear a mask and, and somehow you're soft or you, you're a Democrat, you're a libtard because you're wearing a mask. Do you wear a scarf in the winter? If you're yeah, able to wear a scarf in the winter, you can manage wearing a mask during this pandemic. And first I don't of all, wear I a scarf give, every day. I don't wear a scarf. I, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's calling it a panoramic. That shit <laughs> kills me <laughs> every <laughs> time. Panoramic? <laughs> Yo, I've heard that at least three or four times. Yeah, the panoramic. It's like a TV disease, right? That's how it started. That's why in Japanese, see, the Japanese make the TV, right? It went over to China, the panoramic. The panoramic is attacking people. That's yeah, you see shit like that. That, that shit, it, it lays me out every time I hear this, somebody say that. The same people who say panoramic are the same people who say phantom when they're meaning fathom. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't, fa- I don't phantom that. What did you say? Are we drinking a soda or we're talking about a ghost? What are we doing here? Are you being Pacific? Are you being Pacific? Pacific. You got to be very Pacific about this stuff. You know, Pacific? you might as well. You might as well. No, no, no. Hey, it doesn't set president. It says president. You mean precedent? No, nah, president. I'm talking about the president. No, 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 no. Mine is my. This one gets me, and I get so much flack about it. Irregardless, irregardless, mm. irregardless. Conversation. Irre- it, well, in New York, is, that's actually a word, but it's not. Yes, I think that's a acceptable New York word. <laughs> irregardless, irregardless. Hey, irregardless. I don't. I don't know. Is it in New York City? Yeah, conversation. That's another. Oh, I hate conversation, but you know, I think that's now an uh, acceptable word. And um, yeah, I, I, I think it's converse it's dictionary. Converse, converse, converse. I, I'm going to tell you my conversation story, right? So I was a youngster, probably about, I guess, 13, 14 years old. And I came home and I used that word and my mother heard that shit, right? You know, my mother was a secretary um, from like the 60s. So she, <laughs> she's taking steno and all that so she's got a, a grasp on english and i said that shit she said whoa, whoa, whoa what what did you just say mm. and i was like you know we was conversating she's like mm. no i don't ever want you to hear i, I don't ever want to hear you say that shit again well what's the right word it's converse that's the proper tense of the word you're looking for and she said it to me like a dismissive English, a dismissive white English teacher was like, you ignorant bastard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Your conversation has always hit my ears very harshly, mm. even to this day. I like I, I can't stand people to say it. Especially when you think the motherfucker is kind of smart or it seems like they're on board <laughs> and then they hit you with a conversation. You go, there it is. Like, oh, <laughs> there it is. He said it. She I said really, it. Oh, I always grit. If somebody's using it seriously, I'm like, I always grit. Like, mm-hmm. please just don't say that again. And then they keep saying it. Yo, it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a person who talks and spits a little bit. And every time they say it, your fucking eyes kind of <laughs> flutter. You kind of like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. He said it again. <laughs> it's You're a fucking... tough word for me to hear. Oh, it's like the little man on your shoulders. Like, is this motherfucker serious? <laughs> right. They keep using it. <laughs> oh my it, god, it is horrible. Ah. Oh shit! I, I was conversing. Irregardless, I can deal with irregardless because it sounds like you're playing with the language. Mm. Even, no, even no, though it's not a word. No, no, I know no. that it's not a word. 
actually, I think it's, a, it's it's an acceptable word now, actually. But it it sounds like people who who are just like just being funny with the language. But I know that they're not. But it, I can deal for some reason. I can deal with that better than I can deal with conversate. Well, let's uh, conversate about what's going on in your life, L. <laughs> Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true This is Hello, thank you for listening to Decoding 40 Make sure that you follow us Don't forget to hit that subscribe button On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter Do we tweet? A little bit We tweet We tweet Alright, yeah, follow us on Twitter No Snapchat At all and go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. No. So I got a couple of things going on. The first, I want to give a PCA, right? So if you find yourself in a situation where you are fighting a corporation or a company and you have to sign some type of waiver or uh, disclosure or some type of agreement, Understand that that agreement or whatever it is, a document, that instrument is negotiable. Mm-hmm. I just went through this whole thing where um, you guys remember I had to deal with the contractor. They you know, fucked up the tiling in my bathroom. And because I found them on this platform, I was like, yo, I found these dudes on your platform. Y'all fucking kind of owe me, you know, because they won't pay me back right now. So we went through this back and forth and they were like, yo, well, we'll pay you. First, they were like, we'll pay you whatever you can prove in terms of damages. And I was like, all right, well, boom, boom, boom. And then I was like, oh, well, we pay you two thirds of it. And I was like, nah, you're going to pay me all of it. So we went back and forth and they sent me this fucking bullshit uh, agreement. And I just like was striking everything out. Like, nah, nah, this is not going to work. Got to change the language of this. So the chick that I had been communicating with was like, well, we don't normally do this, but We'll change this and we'll change this. But they left this clause in that I can't talk about them publicly, so I can't say the name of the company. But my point is, I got what I needed from the company and they they reimbursed me. But they do have this other clause that if I go ahead and sue these people and get more money, that I have to pay them back. Hmm. The fucked up thing is, I don't know who wrote this contract. There is no terms in terms of when I have to pay them back how they determine if I pay them back or anything like that. So you're fucked up. Sounds like one cent, <laughs> one cent a day for the rest of your life. <laughs> I will pay them one cent a month with no interest because there are no terms whatsoever on how I pay them back. Or or auto pay. pay. I'm yeah, putting on auto bill. <laughs> so that said, tomorrow I will be filing my first small claim suit in New York State against the dude who actually did the Tyler. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, it was be some real uh, people's court shit. So I can't wait. Um, I talked to the court dun, 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 and they were saying that uh, they don't know when because of COVID. They don't know when I'll be able to actually get on a docket. But uh, sometime next year in 2021, your boy will be on some real uh, Perry Mason shit and trying to uh, get all <laughs> I my fucking go. Money. Yo, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to come too. Yo, all of this bullshit. You got my man's in them. I want to come so. as a as a character witness for the, for the for the defense. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you, you, I know you ain't coming for me. Yo, let me tell you about this He's motherfucker lying, right bro. here. Yo, his he, face say he lying. <laughs> Niggas, the asshole, Yana. Your honor. He's a motherfucking son. Yana. You know I mean? 
I know them niggas. They don't do good work. They shoddy as shit, son. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait to go to uh, court on this shit. And um, oh man, if I can get, get some money for it. But um, but in terms of uh, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say that you're gonna you're gonna be doing it. And I just saw like one of those like movies where the lawyer saves the community. And there's gonna be a woman in the court, black. I want you to take my case on, <laughs> and then you go back to the old folks' home, and there's like a dozen cases, and you, it's like the rainmaker in Harlem, right? You'd be the Harlem rainmaker. Uh, right? <laughs> I don't have a justice. Leo I, justice. I don't have a law degree, but I know some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the wild shit is because I, I did work for the attorney general's office for a while, and I did some, um, I guess, um, legal aid and um, paralegal work. And so that shit is still with me mm. and I I can't wait to kind of utilize that shit. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I object, sir, we're just be beginning home. the proceedings. Uh. <laughs> and I, the, the funny thing is I, I learned from attorneys how you deal with shit like this. And and you actually, and this is some more P, PSA shit. Whenever you go through something, write it the way, write it out in steps as you understand it because when that becomes a document, that is the document. And if, mm-hmm. as long as the other party doesn't refute it, and if they don't refute it for term for term or for uh, line by line, what you put then becomes the truth. Because if mm-hmm. they don't refute it, then it's like, oh, then obviously you don't have a problem with this. That shit will burn you. That was a, yeah, one, right that was a wonderful tip because I may have to sue somebody. That was a wonderful uh, little tip there. So yeah, so bottle, uh, what what I what I did with this dude was I said, boom, you said this, you said this, we agreed to this, we, and just went line for line for line for line, and he did not respond line for line. So, and then I came back and I said, see, the fact that you're missing these points is you're obfuscating the whole thing of what I'm saying. So, Attorney General uh, looked into it. Um, apparently, he was non-responsive. So. I gotta uh, file this before he tries to uh, head back. They're wrapped up. They're wrapped up in Trump. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) So um, I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, on the fun stuff, uh, we now have an eight year old in the house, which is fucking crazy. So it's a 12 year old and an eight year old in the house. Eight year old is uh, out of control. My wife is the queen of kids' birthday parties. She throw a virtual pizza uh challenge party for him Mm. so all of his friends had to get uh pizza uh ingredients and they had to basically um whoever had the best pizza wins Mm -hmm. that's cool so everybody you know did their pizza thing and um i mean really you know as kids everybody everybody won so. Listen, nobody wants nobody wants to taste the eight year old pizza. I'm gonna tell you why. Eight year olds' fingers <laughs> are disgusting. <laughs> Yo, Yo, eat up, kids. I, That's what you eating for dinner. <laughs> you would be surprised, and a lot of the parents were surprised that the kids actually did really did make some good pizza. Yeah. Um, the pizza in our house came out really well. I was very surprised, and yeah, so kudos to her. Uh, one of the parents that uh, joined was um, like, "Yo." Your wife is like the the queen of uh, kids' parties. You make me feel like a, a piece of shit when it comes to being a parent. But <laughs> hey, honey, take some take some lessons from her. All right, You're a fucker. take some lessons from Bello's wife. Yes. Please. So that was fun. Um, we finally got the tree up. Uh, the funny thing is, I have to buy more uh, 
uh, ornaments because the tree is much bigger than I anticipated. <laughs> so side the tree. we only have one half of the tree. Her <laughs> back of the tree is bare as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be working on his tree till the twenty seventh of December. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna have to he's gonna be going over to Home Depot to get three day laborers. Yo, put this tree up. I I will be at Home Depot tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Um Mr. L.O., you're going to have to <laughs> come with me. More money, sir. This is a big tree. Yeah, I gotta go that's, to uh it's more tree than you said tomorrow. <laughs> what do you gotta go to Home Depot for now for this tree? I gotta get the uh Home Depot has the uh the food. The tree. No, the, the <laughs> now I can't remember what it's called. The stand, the stand, not the stand. The the, stand. the, the collar, the, the tree lights. collar, the collar, oh. the collar, the collar. Okay. So they have the collar and it's on sale. So I'm gonna go pick that up, and then run up to uh, Target and get some more uh, ornaments. By the 28th, this shit is gonna be perfect. No, by <laughs> this week it'll be perfect. All right, and I gotta decorate my door too. So. We go all out. You should just fucking put masks on the door. Take one. <laughs> <laughs> Take one, you COVID fucks. Mer- Merry Christmas. That would have been funny. Damn it, man. We could have put masks on the tree. That, oh, I fucked up. That's a good hey, idea. Man. I got millions of them. Come on. In, in my life, I am enjoying my new daughter. That's what's up. And, Very um, happy for you, bro. Thank you, brother. She She's mad at me. I don't know why. She will not open. She will open her eyes for her mommy. She will not open her eyes for me. I don't know what's going on. When I come around, she closes her eyes. She's like, I don't see. I don't see. Mm. So I don't know what that's about. I can, I can her, mo- her mom sends me video. <laughs> sends me video. I don't know. Her mom is getting in her ear already. Uh-huh. <laughs> already yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Your like, daddy oh, ain't shit. This guy. This guy right Your daddy ain't shit. Don't, don't, oh. don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> Horrible. Nah, man, listen. She, curl, <laughs> she, curl, she curls up in my arms, eyes closed. As soon as I leave, she's like, oh, great. Okay, what's going on? So, no, I just think I'm catching that at the wrong time. So, Is he gone um, yet? Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, other than that, just trying to catch up on work because, you know, I didn't expect all of this to happen now, so I'm just trying to get caught up on work. Um, trying to I, – and and I couldn't go uh, – my mom is in the hospital, but she's she's good – but I couldn't go to see my mom because the hospital's closed. So I was able, I had a really good moment. I FaceTimed my mom in the hospital and while I was holding my daughter. So I, mm-hmm. I had a little moment there because um, my mom wow. was able to see my daughter and my mom was like, thank Did you she so cry? much. Thank you. Did I cried. Cry? I cried for sure. Um, nice. I don't know what mom cried after, but I definitely mm-hmm. cried with my mom seeing her. She was like, she's so beautiful. And so that was a good moment. That was, that was a good yeah, moment that I had this week. Yeah, yeah, you told you. you I remember you said something in the chat. You you held it for the first time, so that's big. Yeah, yeah, and at, at that same time, I faced. I was able to FaceTime my mom. And the funny thing uh, about it was, is um, I had, f- I I called the nurse at by my mom. I said, "Can you FaceTime?" She was like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll call you right back." And I only had thirty minutes because at a certain point, there's like a shift change, and when the shift changed, they kicked me out, so I can't. I got to leave. And um, so I literally had five minutes left before they kicked me out. And right before they kicked me out, the nurse called me. So it was mm. it was well timed. Mm. Everything was good. Everything was good on that side. Um, Yo, I, I think it's fascinating that you're dealing with all this in 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 light of the panoramic. It's like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, here regardless, I got to do what I got to do. I mean, it's no, but seriously though, it's it's <laughs> like conversating with those nurses and shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it, it's it's a fascinating time to be able to connect with people and the way that you have to connect with your your own daughter and your mom. And and, and I know based on my own experience that I know your mom loved being able to do that, even though it was through technology. Um, and that's the beauty of technology. Right. So I hurt in, on some level because I've I think you're, you're being robbed of that that connection that the three of us have had. The, the privilege of having. Right. Um, but at the same time, I think it even becomes even more important because you, you're, you're overcoming so much in order yeah. to, to establish these connections. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's funny. It's funny. My, uh, my therapist was like, yo, look, you got to give yourself credit. Like you're dealing with a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and you're just like plowing through. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm plowing through and, like and we went back over the last couple of months like yo look at the progress you made look at the things that you did you got to give yourself credit and you're still functioning <laughs> like yeah. you gotta yeah. like life you gotta word yeah. she's like acknowledge yourself you know what i mean yeah so I, i've you, been trying you, to in the course of the that. year you've witnessed uh the circle of life literally you know what i mean so you have your the the your father passing and then you have yep. your daughter being born you know, yeah, and then yeah. everything else that's going on to boot. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Are, you, are you prepared? I was thinking about this the other day. Are you prepared for your daughter to embody some of the characteristics of your dad? Hmm. Um, I'm prepared for my daughter to be who she's going to be as long as she's happy and well and safe. As long that's, as she's happy, well and safe. I, I think I think I, I'm going to jump in real quick. I don't I think you don't understand the full scope of what he's saying. And you're going to you, you will when it happens, because speaking from personal experience i see my mother and my daughters every day mm. and it's crazy like my oldest um with the painting and everything so you're gonna see her do something and be like the fuck is that my father or not mm. a, a face uh, a mannerism uh you know you're gonna see uh, just her how how she thinks how she's inquisitive in certain in certain aspects and you're gonna picking see picking up music, picking yeah, up music. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right, you know what I mean? Right, she right. she she's gonna pick up a guitar and know how to fucking play it. You're gonna be like, fuck, mm. this is yeah, my dad, right? right? Yeah. Cause some people are just musically inclined to that. So yeah, man, it, it's gonna it's gonna bug you out when you start to see those things, you know. So um yeah. look out for it, you know. Yeah, that, those I'm, are those moments that you I'm, have and I'm you go and it. you look up and you look up and you go, Yeah, dad's here. You know, beautiful man. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely ready for that. I'm definitely ready for that. Looking forward to it. So it's been interesting. Um, I reconnected with some old partners of mine. Um, what else? Had some really interesting deals. Um, come in that are like could be life changing. So it's just, it's just, been, it's been a good week though. It's been a good week. I'm excited. I'm excited, and I'm like, I'm like, with two weeks. We're two weeks from 2020, so I'm just trying to lay low. I'm just like, mm. I don't know, like it's crazy out here in these streets. So I'm, I'm gonna it. tell you right now, Mac. I, I work down there in South Ferry. I, every once in a while, I look at the waters. Like, is that Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> just like, I mean, like, what? You know what I'm saying? like, you, you just be looking aliens, at aliens, aliens, Godzilla, water. <laughs> you know, I want to get out this year. On some real low key shit, man. Like, <laughs> I, out the back door, down the yeah, fire escape. Like on some really, uh, some Irish exit shit. <laughs> so, so like, like, yo, we. We're like, yo, where's L? Where's L? He's yeah. slid out. I don't know. All right. So, so. 
Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota 40 fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call. 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. Speaking of 2020, as we come to the close of 2020, we have a new vaccine. Uh, we have several, excuse me, several vaccines available uh, to us, and it appears that it's going to be released and be available to the public very soon. Some of the first people who are going to get it are our first responders. Shout out to them. Thank you for all of your service. Um, and some of those are going to be in New York. So my question to you guys is who's going to take the vaccine? Yes or no. And why? Also, I just fun fact. I just found out that a black woman was one of the people who that's what you're going to say uh, as, as that uh, created the vaccine. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say the first thing they got it. In New York. Oh, City yeah. Was oh, I black. didn't know that. No. I, yeah. Yeah. No. One of the women who created it was a black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's a fact. Also big. Yeah. Also okay. Huge. Okay. I mean, I, I think I'm going to be forced to take it because um, I think airlines are going to start saying you can't fly without it. And production. that means that productions are going to start saying that you can't work without it. So I think inevitably I'm going to I'm going to have to take it. I've not ta- I've not even taken a flu vaccine ever. Like I've never never had a flu flu shot. I'm not that afraid of this vaccine. Um I, I don't know unless it has some like some really weird side effects. Um I've had I had covid. Um I have the antibodies still. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not, I'm not I'm not scared that it's going to make me make me sick. <laughs> Rick's gonna take the shot and turn into a fucking X Men. (laughs) 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 I'm taking the ball, son. (laughs) I'm gonna end up taking it because I, I, I I gotta travel Mm. and I gotta work. You know what I mean? And I think these are gonna be two, two places where it's gonna be required if if you're on set or. I don't know if that's gonna be immediate where it's gonna be required that you you have it to be on set because they're. There's a lot of testing protocols and a lot of processes now, but it's more expensive for them to do it the way that they're doing it now. If they require you to have the the vaccine, it's going to make productions less uh, expensive. So I'm sure they're going to require it down the line. It all comes down to the money. It all comes. It always comes down to the dollars and cents. It will. Because they want you to have the they wanted you to have the flu shot because it affected productivity of all these major companies. So they would give it to you free if you came down to the cafeteria because they know less, uh, you know, employees are sick, the more productivity they can get out of you, you know, and it's just going to be the same thing with COVID. Mm. Um, I'm probably not going to take it, but I do have a problem with all the conspiracy theorists who are throwing out just baseless information um, I think that it can help. I think it will help. And I, I want any scrutiny to be kind of rooted in, in fact and, and, and real, uh, real educational, um, criticism. If I hear another 5G story, yo. Yeah. Like I, it, all these people are talking about, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. And, and, and I actually think the woman, um, and I can't think of her name right now. It's, uh, the nurse at from Queens, the sister that took it. Um, in Queens, I think she's a hero. I think the fact that she is trying to assuage the fears of black people, particularly about taking this 
vaccine is is commendable. And the fact that uh, even Fauci was like this, a black woman came up with this, oh, at least one of these vaccines. So they're, they're trying to address our fears as as a people who have been really taken advantage of when it comes to, you know, vaccines and, and certain uh, protocols in, in dealing with disease. And I'm hopeful that people who need it will take it. And the people who are just trying to be the detractors, their, their volume will be turned down low. And the people who are really trying to help, particularly Black people, th- their volume will be amplified. I think they should have probably led with the story of a Black woman being one of the key individuals, if not the individual who came up or created mm-hmm. this vaccine. Um, I think that would have um, quieted the fears that a lot of us were having. Um, I I don't know if I want to take it right off the bat just because, you know, you always you always have that fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after hearing like I, I was watching the the news uh, about it yesterday in regards to them, you know, they had the uh, the uh, FedEx trucks and all of that. And they were having these conversations. Then they started to break down the logistics of it. And they were saying that the general public. Uh, you know, when, when it, as far as it becoming like the flu shop, people won't, the general public won't start getting it to really like damn near June, July, probably mm. the next, the next phase is the elderly and everybody else. First, first phase is res- first responders and anyone who I guess they deem is that ill that it might help them. I don't know, but then it's the elderly nursing homes and then it's general public. And then it probably will be FDNY police department. Mm-hmm transit and anyone who has uh you know optimum exposure to this thing you know and then the general public and they're hoping that they want to they have 85 percent of the people inoculated by next year and hopefully the herd immunity will come into effect and it won't it'll be like the flu season again right but um i'm i'm apprehensive but i know like what rick alluded to and i didn't even think about is traveling because everybody wants to have a vacation after this bullshit right oh my god Okay, so if they hold that to our head to our heads, you're going to probably have to get a shot. And then I'm thinking where I work. It's like, well, I already know that the law department is cooking up a nice little contract, cooking up some marvelous shit to get your mouth watering. (laughs) And they're going to say, look, you can not take the shot, but you got to sign this document. And the document states that if you get sick from covid. And any subsequent illnesses that arrive from that because of COVID, we're not going to be held responsible in this, that, and the other. And I think that that's going to be uh, the blueprint, not from my job, but in general across the country. Anyone who has a job like that, that's the type of thing they're going to tell you. You know, if you die in the job because of COVID, we're not going to pay you because of my job. If you pass away on a job, you get three times whatever your yearly salary is. But they're going to dead that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to say, well, we told you we, we matter of fact, we was we we had shots at the job. We was giving them away. Why didn't you take one? You know, or we have a record that you haven't taken one yet. What's your problem? You mm-hmm. know, and probably the backlash that's that that other that's going to be another problem backlash for people who don't take it. And then it's going to be parts of the country where people who take it, they get the shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's my thing is, if we weren't able to wear a fucking mask for six weeks. We're just starting with this with this fucking uh this this uh anti venom I'll call it <laughs> you know for real I mean we we 
we're in for it. We're in for it. I am getting, I don't ever get vaccines. I'm getting it as soon as it comes out. Are you? Immediately. Immediately. Why? No COVID vaccine. Why are you so comfortable getting it now? It's not about comfort. It's just about mobility. Like for me, I can't, with everything that's happened to me, like one of the worst thing that's been affecting my mental condition is my inability to go anywhere and do anything. And, uh, you know, I, I want the vaccine as soon as I possibly can, can get it. So for me, it's about being able to get out in the world and see the world again and see people and go wherever I want to go and not have to wear a mask and feel comfortable about it. Um, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, it's, it's I mean, funny. Hold up. It's funny because I remember when this all started mm-hmm. and you were one of the, oh, I could, I could be here forever. I don't, you know, you know, you were comfortable with it because of the work that you do, but it yeah. wears down on everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, like, <laughs> like the first enough, three months, right? it was great. It was great. It's and like, then, love then, it but pizza. now I'm like, pizza's yeah, good for right. a minute. And then you're like, if I got to take another bite of this motherfucking cheese, yo, yo, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. That's where it is, man. You like, know? like if I'm so sick of looking at these four walls, man, I, 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 I got to, <laughs> and I get so much heat about going out and this and that for my family and this. And so I'm just like, I just want to, just give me the shot. We, you know, and I just want to go. You know what I mean? Um, I just want to go. I need, I need, I need to see something else, man. Like I'm. It's, that's, I mean, if, if that's what the, if that's what it is, is like you take the shot and then like now you can go out into the world and and do the things that you were normally doing before. Shit, yeah. I mean, who's not gonna take that shot? Just so I can go. If I could take that shot and then I can go have a coffee, right? In a in a coffee shop. And sit there and fucking look at my phone and scroll through Instagram, sitting there sipping my coffee. If that's the trade off, I'll take it. It's the simple shit. It's the simple shit. I'm more inclined. I'm going to wait to see what happens after a couple of months. I want to see how people have their reactions. And if all is good, then all is good. And by the way, uh, the sister's name was Sandra uh, Lindsay that took it, uh, took one of the first shots in Queens. Shout out to her. Yeah, man. I, I, listen, I hope that everything goes okay, because it's a two-shot vaccination. So she, I'm assuming, took the first shot. You have to take the second one right. within a couple of weeks, I believe. So right. I'll, I'll uh, quote Rick: "You can't believe everything you see on the internet because they had the uh, reportedly four people who had the adverse reaction, and they had the herbs palsy. And I saw the picture of all the four victims." And I thought it was bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why. Because all of them had the same looking face. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, does it Herb's palsy do the exact same face for everyone? Or, is they, or did they say, all right, give us the Herb's face and let's go with it? Because everybody looked like the Joker from the, mm. from the cartoon. Or is it Bell's palsy? Is it Herb's palsy or Bur- Bell's palsy? I thought you were making up Herb's palsy as a joke, but go. No, it, was, it wasn't, wasn't a joke. I was thinking it was the real thing. <laughs> it's a palsy. It's one of the palsies, right? So it's a facial fucking tick or whatever they get. <laughs> but all of them had the same face. And I'm like, this is, I mean, again, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how it affects the face, but they all looked the same. And it was on the same side of the face. Right. Right. So I'm just like, I think a lot of but it, 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 but the thing is, like, it's not like Bell's palsy is not something that doesn't 
happen to people anyway? You know what I mean? Like, did this cause them to have Bell's palsy? That's what they're speculating. Out of, out of the thousands of people that, that was tested on, I don't, I don't know. And it, goes, and it does go away. It doesn't. It's not permanent, right? Right. It's not permanent. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, if there's a choice where someone says you can take the vaccination, your face might be fucked up for like a week, or you can die. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or, you or, or you're going or you're going to die because eventually, you know, you might get caught by something, right? Like the and, other side effects from other uh therapeutics. Yeah. May cause anal bleeding or death. Yeah, yeah seriously. I, I mean, like I'm so tired of I'm so tired of wiping down my groceries and oh, I thought you were gonna say something else, but go for it. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nah, I'm you know like I like like I we have a very serious protocol in this house around like deliveries and all of that. I'm just yeah. I'm just I'm over it, B. I'm just I'm exhausted by it. I'm exhausted the by wild it. Wow, shit is my wife was already on this before COVID. It just got so this was celebrated and she was already wiping down groceries. Oh my out. god, yes, yo, we we could not. You can't put a grocery that comes from the store directly into the refrigerator or directly what is, into cabinet what is she scared you're gonna get plastic poisoning it doesn't matter she has ocd anything. it doesn't matter mm. yeah <sighs> okay I, my wife yeah, wasn't yeah. that bad before covid but she's definitely you can't put that in the refrigerator <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i do i just pile gotta wash the chip. she's up by the by, <laughs> by the kitchen and uh you wash i'll put them away Mm. <laughs> right, big fat. You only, you you only use the sponge. You have to use the sponge for fifteen seconds. I counted ten. Wash them shits again. <laughs> I I will I will wipe all the groceries down, water. except for the fresh produce. I won't touch the fresh produce. But okay. I'll, I'll here's the hypocrisy, and and I know my wife's going to be listening to this, right? So <laughs> if Amazon packages come from either being delivered by UPS or by Amazon, she leaves them by the front door, right? Because you can't touch, you can't touch them. <laughs> right? But you've left the packages at the front door for a week, allowing children to touch them and everything else in the house. So now, whatever cooties were on that box is now everywhere. Fucky, fucky, fucky. <laughs> <laughs> Germs are everywhere. <laughs> We're getting out of... I pick up my son and my daughter um, this evening. My daughter had to go to the dentist appointment. And we get back to the house. And we're getting out of the car. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> what did you just say? Who said that? She's like, no, it's a, it's a bad word. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> say that. Adults shouldn't say that. But I, she, I don't know. She lost her balance. So she's trying to reach for her lunchbox. She's like, "Oh shit!" She said it in the right context, perfectly. Yo, you can't even oh, wait, get that. Was your daughter who said it? Yes. <laughs> I thought you said your wife said that. Yo, oh, no. <laughs> My daughter was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh man. Well, you can't listen because of the pandemic. You can't blame it on me, Rick. Because if I was over there, she probably would have heard Uncle Vinny say quite a few things. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally, I blamed her mother. (laughs) Not you when you're driving. Ah, shit! I forgot my mask. Ah, (laughs) shit! I gotta make a left. Get out of the way, Dick. Ah, shit! (laughs) 
the only thing I, I'll fully take responsibility for is if she says, "You fucking dickhead." <laughs> I got to take. I got to take. I got to take full responsibility for that. Let's just wow. hope, let's just hope it's not at the first after COVID fucking barbecue, and she decides to say, "Someone like takes the coke from her." You fucking dickhead. <laughs> Takes a fucking takes a fucking play from me, fucking dickhead. What did you just say? <laughs> you know what's so funny? I remember when uh, my kids were younger. PBS used to run this uh, PSA where they would say, uh, "When you're driving, be mindful that your kids are recording everything you say." Mm-hmm. And that that PSA really stuck with me because I every time we went in the car, I'd be like, "All right, I can't say what I really want to say." And then that actually helped me deal with my road rage. Like, I don't have road rage now, surprisingly. Wow. God bless you. Wow. Like, everything I else, extreme road rage. everything else can trigger me. But if I'm in the car, I have, I don't have road rage because it's like, I mean, I might say, like, yo, I was getting ready to say, you don't like, yeah, I used to have it very badly. Good morning, L. I used to have it so badly. Fuck it so badly. Yeah, yeah. I used to have it very badly, but now I'm at the point like, I mean, you have to do something egregious to really trigger me. Listen, my daughter, she <laughs> she would come home sometimes with the, this look on her face, and my wife would be like, what's wrong? And and my wife would automatically, daddy was bugging out in the car again. And now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she, she, she it, it, what's funny is that because of me now, if my daughter's in the back, What's taking so long? Why are they driving so slow? She's in the back seat doing that already. I'm like, when she becomes a driver, my God, it's gonna be like fucking Fast and the Furious Nine. She's so gonna be two more years running. before she rolls down her window. Come on, you fucking dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> Rolling it down, right? <laughs> God damn it! I got something to watch on TV, you motherfuckers. <laughs> You're driving here, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> oh my god Joe. hey thanks for listening if you're enjoying this episode and I'm sure you are be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11pm if you're on the East Coast and 8pm if you're on the West Coast streaming live on Facebook and YouTube it's the same shit just live Decoding 40 After Dark alright President Elect Biden recently had a conversation with uh, black civil rights leaders. And of course, uh, Vice President-elect Kamala was there by his side. And they had a whole conversations with civil rights leaders talking about what the black agenda was going to be. And somebody leaked it. And it was supposed to be a private conversation where they talked amongst themselves about what they wanted to get done, what they wanted to get accomplished and what page they could agree on. And it got a little uh, contentious in there. What did you guys think about that? Um, I, I didn't watch the whole uh, hour and a half video. Uh, I think uh, Rick had put, um, it was like a podcast or something like that, where they kind of took snippets, uh, I guess the greatest, you know, if you want to call it the greatest disrespects they, they took from that. Uh, I actually that, thought that uh, guy did a pretty good job in uh, setting the, uh, the the container for that conversation. Oh, no, I thought it was a good job, but I, I also thought that, you know, again, things are things can be taken out of context from that that just 15 minutes as opposed mm-hmm. to watching the whole hour and a half, because when you see that you go, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, here we go again. The agenda, the black American agenda is on the back burner once again. 
and maybe we, we will get some crumbs, right? So we'll have to see. Are and, you optimistic and, or pessimistic based on what you heard? A little pessimistic because, mm-hmm. again, I didn't watch the whole hour and a half yet, so I didn't get the chance to listen anything. I don't know if she made any statements, if she kind of redirected or brought it back to make mm-hmm. the uh, leaders feel more comfortable. I'm thinking something positive had to have come out that meeting or one of those people would have been speaking and saying one particular Al Sharpton would have definitely been like, this was some bullshit. I didn't like what he said, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You are giving uh, brother Sharpton way too much credit. Yeah. Uh, He's not that guy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Mm, You don't want to be that guy. Not so much. I think, well, again, I think someone in that room would have said something. Are you thinking uh, that everybody in that room? Um, I can't. I, I can't believe that Gwen Eiffel's sister that that's is why it leaked. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I Who think um, it's, uh, it's no telling. There's no telling. But Gwen Eiffel's sister, I can't think of her first name right now, but she's an Eiffel. I think she said it best that it wasn't a conversation for them to have a discourse. It was for them to really be one-sided in terms of he said what he needed to say and they said that what they needed to say. So it wasn't a let's let's get down to the bare bones of what's going on. This is like, this is what I want you to consider and we're not going to hash it out right now, but you're going to at least understand what I think some of the things that you need to uh, take in consideration when you're, when you're thinking about policy. My problem with what uh, he said, he seemed a little bit too defensive and I would have wanted him to be a little bit more receptive to the fact that he needs to be aggressive in this first year, particularly in the first 100 days. And that's what I'm looking for. But I do have a sense, there's a, there's a feeling in the pit of my stomach that he is not going to be the president that we need at this moment. And he's going to fall back on the same kind of bullshit traditional uh bland thoughts and 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 yeah and and policy stances that you know don't rock the boat and we're in a you need to rock the boat moment it's, we, we, we ha- he has to be the antithesis of trump he has yeah. to be the exact opposite and get to fucking work and the, the fact that he's like acting like he cannot have an executive order like right. he's he's and he's being very choosy and picky with it Everybody knows he can like like, well, according to Chuck Schumer, and I'm assuming he's not going to say anything that isn't true. Well, in in regards to in in regard to uh, the whole the whole um, student loan thing. So he Hmm. was recorded saying he basically Biden with an executive order could could sign a pen for federal student loans. Now, when we're talking about private loans that a lot of us have had to switch to because of you know, the feds, you know, being ridiculous with it um, or or basically you've done so many forbearances and deferments that you can't anymore. So you switch to consolidate your loans to a private loan company. They're not going to be held to the same fire that the federal student loans are. So him signing a document to get rid of federal student loans, if you figure half of those are not even federal student loans anymore, they're private. What about the private ones? I don't think that he can actually do that because he doesn't have the power to um, to 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 unilaterally decide budgets for the country. Right. Um, That has to go through Congress. Congress has Congress decides how the money gets spent and allocated. 
not not for not to forgive federal student loans, he could do that with an executive order. But he wasn't he even talking about he can't do a he can't do it for the private though. He wasn't talking about wiping them out. Well, he was talking about taking ten thousand or twenty thousand off. I thought he said up to fifty. But I'll take it. Up to fifty. Even if you talking about federal loan forgiveness, right? It's it's, it's an, an an enormous amount of money. Like he can't just make unilateral decisions like that on on his I, own. As I, I don't know. I think that could can can come from the cabinet. There would there would definitely be challenges. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't because because Congress actually has to do, has to do fiscal's and budgets. So when it comes to money, they make the decisions. And he but can he he can I think if he initiates that that movement and it and this is the big that's, and that's that's different than an executive order. Right. No doubt. And he has uh the majority in the Senate, because he already has a majority in the House, mm-hmm. then I think he can make some moves. Right. That's a different I, conversation. He that's, needs to have the conversation, the party, though. That's leading the party versus an executive decision. I mean, an executive order. Executive order is him signing a piece of paper that puts it into puts it into play, versus leading the party to a, 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 a better policy. Right. Well, well, it's like this: you don't you don't drop a, you don't drop an album without dropping a single, and I think he needs to drop the single. And the single I'm referring to is the song of. I'm thinking about doing this. Are y'all with me? And that's mm-hmm. what they always do. They always give you a sample of what they might want to do mm-hmm. and get the public stirred up. And now you then they're now they're reading the algorithms of Facebook and Instagram and everybody's talking about it. And he goes, Yeah, I think the country's behind me. Let me go ahead and sign this executive order. I, I that, think that's the problem I had with it. What they want to do is to make sure that they get into the Oval Office, period. Yeah, but I, I the, the problem I had when he was pushing back on the um, the the law enforcement reform and su- suggesting that he wanted to wait until he got into office, I'm like, I can get I I get it, just you know, because he has to deal with uh, the Georgia runoff. But th- that's a little problematic for me because again, we fall into that, and I, I like what you said, Vin. I want him to be the antithesis of what we had the last four years. Mm-hmm. I want you to be bold enough to say, this is what we're going to do. This is the type of country that we want to see. Mm-hmm. If you let him piss off the stage, no, I, I'm going to piss I, off the stage. Come on, man. I, I, I agree with you. And even before the election, I said that, that we were still getting lined up. Mm-hmm. They want our votes. I, they want our support. But they don't always show up. But this has to be different. We have to hold them to account. And I understand that Joe needs to get into that space before he can enact any of this stuff that we need to get done. But we absolutely have to hold them to account. Right. And I, I appreciate all of the stuff that they were asking for in that phone call, but he can't also can't jump off the deep end before the runoff in Georgia, mm-hmm. because that is very pivotal to his how they're going to be able to govern. Because if they have the house, and they have the Senate, they're good money. That means that they can get a lot of policies that we need done, done. I am optimistic. I am optimistic because I I thought that the agenda was laid out there. I think uh, Kamala heard it. I think Biden heard it. I think Kamala is going to hold him to task. I believe that. I do think Biden is going to govern from the center, uh, but I think less from the center than 
uh, Barack did for a lot of reasons, also depending on who wins. If they have the Senate and the and and the House, I think it's going to you guys are going to see some movement and some action that you haven't seen in a long, long time because Biden is only going to serve one term. So Biden is going to try to move as fast as he possibly can on absolutely everything. And I think this this first term is his last term, regardless of what happens. So for that reason, I'm extremely optimistic. Um, and I do think we at least have a seat at the table. Even if you don't get everything you want, I think you're going to get you're going to get more than you got. I, I think you, you need to be a little conservative with that optimism, because what they want and what we need are different. Mm. Who's who is they? Who is we? And I don't know. <laughs> the Democrats. You know, you know who they are. You know who exactly who they. You know exactly who they are because they've uh, they have uh, they have hoodwinked us enough times. Like that, L. No Yeah. Now I agree with Rick on that. It, it's they have played. They've played the game. The Democrats are very good at lulling people to sleep. Right. They are very good at that. The, the Republicans. It's not going to work. It's not, not going to work. It's Tom, the George no, no. Floyd. The movement. I understand. And, 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 and we put them there. We put them there. It's not going to work this time. We cannot let it work this that's, time. That's what I was going to That was about to say. We that. put them there. Active. We put them there and they know it. But uh, Joe's this, not this coming back, me. bro. You just said it. He's, yeah, not, he he's, not, he's not worried yeah, about the next election. But the rest of them are. The rest of them are. Is, why do you think? Why do you think Kamala stands next to him every time he talks? She's doing that. that. I, I think the point Come is, on, gotta hold them up. We, we, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> hold that fire to their feet because otherwise, they'll think, oh, we can get away with the same old same. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't see it this time. Uh, yeah, it has been that. I don't. I think this time well, is different. The thing is, like, let, we cannot. Re- let's not relax and say, okay, now we're coasting. And now they're going to do the things that we need them to do. No, they're not. They're not going to do anything unless they're made to do it. And that's what we have to stay vigilant on. We have I to agree remain active and we have to make sure that they're going to do the things that we need us to do. Because Kamala right now, she's vice president. Mm-hmm. She's not the president. She's the man standing next to the man. Joe, it's time to eat Joe. Joe. Joe, have you taken your iron pill today, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you have you have you had your insure yet, Joe? Joe, you need to insure. <laughs> you know you must have your insure every day, Joe. Joe, you're looking tired, Joe. Joe, have you have some roots and tonic, Joe? Yeah. I hope that whatever they can get off in four years, they can do. And I hope that in the next midterm election they're able to get more Senate seats because if they control the Senate and the House, regardless who the president is, if they don't, if they're not going to follow their agenda, no matter who we got in the, in the office, it's always more important to control the Senate in the, in the, in the House. It's always more important to worry about local elections more. We have to get more vocal on local elections. We have to, because the president shit is cute, but without the House and the Senate, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what we have to focus on, man. And the, and these judges, they got you had like fucking nineteen judges who co-signed Trump's bullshit. That's a problem. Yeah, that that's is. more of a problem than fucking uh, whether or not Joe's gonna do a second term or whether or not he took his insure for the day. It, it's more of a problem than that, <laughs> you know. And it's it's the, the smaller elections and all that shit that 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 really fucks with us. 
gentrification, how money's being distributed to these corporations, these tax breaks, that's the problem. Mm. The jobs that are going overseas and then they, they put a fucking factory in a neighborhood and give you $7 an hour so you can maintain being poor. It's fucking crazy. Anyway. Well, Georgia, anybody who listens to us who's in Georgia, people, you know who you are. You know who I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Georgia. Y'all know, y'all, y'all know what y'all need to do down there. Make that happen. Make that hot. And uh, let's give let's give Joe and Kamala what they need. Anyway, what did we learn today, fellas? I'm learning that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm being hopeful that things are good at the very least with America's health. Like we can get back to being normal again. We can some form of normalcy. Because I am fucking tired, man. I learned that I am not alone in my COVID fatigue. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's feeling it. I'm either coming to the end of my rope or I need to reset. I think the idea that there's hope around the corner, I'm I'm striving for it. I'm looking for it. And when it, when it seems like it's just out of my grasp, I think that's when it becomes frustrating. I think that's when it becomes the hardest. If I know it's a long way off, I can deal with that. But if it's just out of my grasp, I think that's when it becomes frustrating and then you see people not complying and trying to help and make the situation better mm-hmm. um but at least i know i'm not alone you're not alone <laughs> i'll be to the punch there shimon i like what vince said and i uh, heard a cool uh statement that piggybacks off of that that uh the light is at the end of the tunnel but the fact is we're still in the tunnel and we need to respect <laughs> the fact that we need to deal with this uh panoramic as it is and uh the other thing i was reminded of is uh <laughs> this is the, guys. yeah <laughs> that's the title of the show panoramic <laughs> I actually was reminded of this that um, and this is something that I I had strived I strive to live by. And sometimes I'm human. I forget that everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So be kind uh, always. And so I, I try to strive and I, I, I fall incredibly flat on my face often. Um, but if 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 I have violated that uh, that mantra, I, I apologize and uh, I see you uh, next week. Wow, the softer side of LO. I don't know what's going on. It's 2021 is coming early. <laughs> I'm, 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 I told you I'm trying that to do that. moist as shit. That was some moist <laughs> shit. Moist, moist ass, ass nigga. Moist, moist ass, ass nigga. 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 Moist. Uh, <laughs> soft like a Twinkie filling. Love you, man. I love you back, brother. Um, no, real for real. No, that's that's super dope. I think I have learned um, if you live long enough, you see everything. And um, I'm seeing things I didn't think I would see. I'm seeing things I didn't know I needed to see. And I'm seeing things that I never wanted to see. But all of them are beautiful and it's part of the circle of life. And um, I am uh, I'm 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 grateful to be here to see them all. And um, so that's that, man. That's that. And with right, that let's, said, let's get out of this circle jerk and in the show. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and with that said, thank you for listening to another episode of The Coding 40. Listen, if you like the show, hate the show, love the show, tell us what you think. Give us a call. We have a new phone number. You can give us a call at 608-618-4040. 608-618-4040. Leave us a message. Tell us what you think. Tell us your name and what you think about the show. We appreciate it. Anything good might make the show. Might tell them the Puerto show. Rican Jesus sent you, yo. <laughs> facts don't forget to follow us on social media episode new episode every friday and check us out on facebook and youtube live every monday night at 11 p.m and that's it we'll see you guys next week peace Peace, love and hair grass peace peace